Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 3, titled... High Plains Hardware. Uh, Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lot to talk about here. First and foremost, uh, so Joe, having completely tanked Cardiff's primary source of income, uh, now has to go begging to venture capitalists for funding on their new PC project. As you do. As is what happens when you don't have big... Huge clients to mooch off of. And so Joe's like, okay, this is easy. I'll talk to an East Coast contact I have. Uh, He does that. That fails. That gets tanked immediately. Partially because Boz is weird and dumb. And then Cardiff is like, hey, so... We're going to put Boz in charge of all the finances on this project going forward. You make no decisions. He does everything. Also, we're going to make you talk to someone who has no business in the computer industry, has no knowledge of what you're actually making. She's just going to give you money and get you by the balls, basically. Uh, And Joe is not thrilled about this. He's even less thrilled when her opening offer is $10 million for 80% of the revenue for this product, which is ridiculous. And Joe says as much. Joe says to Boz, like, hey, hey, this is bad. Like, she has no business in this industry. She doesn't understand what we're actually building, and 80% for $10 million, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. That's highway robbery. And Boz is like, ah, I can dock her down. And then Joe's like, hey, F you. Uh, They're at dinner, and he's like, yeah, uh, you pay off all your friends, you repel everyone else, Uh, you're the worst, Uh, you're just, uh, you're bad. You're a bad person. And you have no business uh, tainting our product with your shitty money. That doesn't phase her at all, apparently. Uh, She just keeps going. Basically, Joe's trying as hard as he possibly can to tank this. Because he hates everything about this woman. Uh, And then, he goes for the nuclear option. Uh, This chick has a boyfriend named Travis. Joe goes into the back room with Travis and seduces him. So Joe, in an effort to destroy this deal, F's the boyfriend of this donor. 
that ends up working. And she's immediately like, no, 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 you're, you're out, you're done. In fact, it's actually like a smash cut from uh, her putting two and two together to out on the street. <laughs> and then Joe's like, look, 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 this venture capitalist stuff, Garbo, nothing. Like, let's just not do that. Uh, we could scale back the time frame from six months to three. Uh, only focus on making a prototype. Pitch that. Make it with our own dime. Bitch, pinch. I can't talk. Make it with our own dime. Pitch that. And then we'll get money based off of that pitch. So Joe, master manipulator, has once again come out on top. And Boz kind of suspects, like, hey, you did something. What'd you do? But he doesn't know the specifics. Uh, meanwhile, Gordon has a couple things going on. First off, uh, he has to go through the very awkward position of firing everybody. He basically just brings large sections of the company in and is like, hey, we gotta let you go. Sorry. Bye. And he's clearly uncomfortable with this. Like, he's never had to do anything like this before. A lot of these people are his friends. A lot of these people he's known for years. And now he has to sit them down and say, Hey, you're you're fired. I'm sorry. And he's, like, trying so desperately to talk around it to try and lessen the blow. But he's just using these really shitty metaphors involving, like, orange trees or whatever. It, it's really, really bad. It's really, really uncomfortable to watch. And then his metaphor gets trampled by one guy just bursting in and saying, I quit! You can't fire me! I quit! <laughs> Literally what happens. Uh, and then, after firing large portions of the company... He and everyone else who's left now has to work on actually making this damn thing. And Joe pitches his portability idea like, hey, we're going to make this uh, twice as fast, half the price, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be portable, weighing no more than 15 pounds. Immediately, everyone calls bullshit. Like, no, this is ridiculous. This is impossible. We can't possibly do this. This is... The worst idea ever. Like, come down to earth, Joe McMillan. You're, in a, you're a crazy person. But now Gordon has to figure this out. His team has to figure out the layout, how they're going to fit it into, like, a 15-pound thing, After how they're going to make it as small and luggable as possible, small and portable as possible. Uh, everyone's kind of pissy to the point of them literally calling their workspace the kill room. <laughs> which I find very funny. <laughs> and the entire time, he's got his neighbor just yapping in his ear like, hey, we can't do this. This is impossible. This is impossible. You need to talk to Joe. Get him back down to earth. This is impossible. We can't do this. Uh, basically coming in at every possible opportunity and saying, no, 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 can't, 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 can't. Won't happen, won't happen, won't happen, won't happen. Screw your idea, screw your idea, screw your idea, screw your idea. Basically, that one toxic asshole on the project you're working on that's saying, Nah, I don't like this. This is 
We should do literally anything else. <laughs> that one asshole who just stifles the creativity. Uh, even when Gordon comes up with a great idea to sort of minimize the uh, the size of the layout, uh, putting like a layered array in there, even when he comes up with that very good idea, the dude's like, I mean, but assembly line, like, you shouldn't even try pursuing this. Like, we should just not even try and just ignore it. We should just, we should stay with what's safe. We should be safe. Safe, 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 safe. Uh, that's the got. that's the thing this guy is preaching. Uh, safe, 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 no risks, no risks, no risks, no risks, no risks. Stay on rails, stay on rails, stay on rails. Do what everyone else is doing. Stay behind. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, creativity is for idiots. And then, uh, you kind of see over the course of the episode, Gordon getting uh, more and more and more and more and more annoyed with this guy. Then eventually, this comes to a head uh, when he gets them both in a car crash. A pretty aggressive car crash. Like, Gordon walks away bleeding. And then, Gordon, in the middle of his car accident, says, You're fired. And then just walks away. Like, just walks away from the wrecked car. Just walks home from this car wreck. Doesn't even bother with any of the follow-up bullshit. This guy was preaching, safe, 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 safe. And then got Gordon into a car accident. And so now, like, those two things kind of combine to create this, like, big annoyance of the limitations and just how much of an asshole this dude is, an arrogant prick this dude is. And he's like, yeah, F you, you're gone. So Gordon almost falling into the trap of safety and then being like, no, no, you're, you're, you're stupid. We're gonna, we're gonna take risks with this thing. We're gonna actually let the creative juices flow. You're gone. Uh, it's kind of a big, uh, the second big come to Jesus moment for Gordon, where he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm gonna do this. And I'm not gonna let you yap in my ear saying safe, 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 safe. Uh, also Cameron, in trying to write the BIOS, uh, hitting a bit of a block. Basically, she's having the coder's equivalent of writer's block. Uh, she's just not sure what to do with the code. Uh, everything she does is, in her mind, trash. And basically, she's looking for any distraction to kind of take her mind off of this. Any distraction to kind of just stop thinking about it. So this entire episode, for her, is just her going around doing random shit. Uh, stealing from the desks of people who just got fired. Uh, dancing around the office at night. By the way, she's sleeping at Cardiff. Uh, going through Boz's office. And then having a very awkward interaction with Boz where, uh, Cameron teaches Boz, like, some coding lingo. And Boz is like, hey, you stole Lo Lloyd's bowling shoes. Uh, and then Boz being like, hey, look, Cameron, you can, you can work here as late as you want, but you can't sleep here. Which is hypocritical as all hell, because then it's revealed that Boz is sleeping at Cardiff as well. So, what a dick. 
Uh, she even goes as far as to when her first paycheck comes in, just go on on a night on the town, basically. Uh, spending a bunch of money on a convenience store, meeting some uh, alleyway hooligans, partying with them in a hotel room, uh, getting like a botched tattoo job, uh, a writing on a mirror with lipstick, some ideas for code, and then scribbling them out. And then eventually she comes back to the thing that I think it's fair to say she was trying to avoid throughout this episode. I think it's fair to say this was the thing that she didn't want to be her fallback. But it ended up being her fallback. She goes over to Joe's and it's like, the, this freaking bios is too long. I need to, I need to shorten it. I need to f- figure out some shorthand. I don't know yet. I'm stuck. Let's have sex. So now they're officially in this transactional state of, uh, I, I screw you and then ideas flow better. Again, something that Cameron was clearly trying to avoid, but happening anyway. Uh, Also, Donna's got some stuff going on in this episode. Uh, She's got some work stuff going on at Texas Instruments. Her mother comes over, and she does some very subtle scolding of her life choices. Talking about like, hey, this colleague who you went to high school with. Man, could you imagine... If you're doing the things he was doing, going to overseas stuff, blah, blah, blah. Basically insinuating, hey, you should have been with him and not this bum. Also, uh, there's a bit of a mishap with a bird. A bird got injured, like, on their lawn. And Donna and Gordon are trying to deal with it the whole episode. And eventually Donna's like, yeah, I I called animal control. They said the best thing to do, the kindest thing to do is to just kill it. And Gordon's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I've had a day. This is after the car crash. So he's just like, no, no, I've I've had a whole day. This was just a whole thing. I'm going to just kiss the girls and wash up and just, no, I'm not going back outside. So Donna takes a shovel and just mur- flat out murders this bird. R.I.P. Bird. R.I.P. Random Bird. It's real sad. It's a real sad subplot. Like, it just here's this random bird that just got injured from who knows what. And now Donna just flat out murders it. Oh, oh, it's rougher than it should be. It really, really is. Uh, if you're an animal lover, sorry. <laughs> Probably should have steered clear of this episode. Just saying. Uh, and that's it. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll throw those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that 
as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 4. Talk to you then.